Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. It's a Jesper and the City. Terrific stuff. Do you miss the theme song? No, no, because it's a different show. I thought I would miss the theme song. I don't, don't miss it. You're right. It is a different show, but I think there were some elements from the the original. We'll get. We'll do the introduction in a minute. But the an elements from this, in particular, how how sexual it becomes, which was very much harkened back to. The Sex in the City Correct. of Old. Oh, I have many thoughts about that sexy time. But first up, we are reviewing this episode five yep. of, I was going to call it And Just a Jessel in the City, but no, it's called And Just Like That. That's right. Correct. Exactly. What's the title of this episode, I, I don't know. I didn't look it up. But I will tell you this much. Uh, we've got so much to talk about. We're going to talk about Charlotte's uh, situation, the revelation, the things that she has to deal with in her life. Maybe she's not coping as well, you know. Just yet, she's trying to wrap her head around a familiar situation. Familial situation. We're going to talk about drinking. We're going to talk about sex. We're going to talk about bad backs. We're going to talk about (laughs) Samantha speculation. We are back. (laughs) We're going to hold off until the end because uh, for people who may have been listening along, I am, uh, I was going to say a hardcore believer, but I am a, I I have some, I have some faith in the, in the returning uh, character of also, it's called Tragically Hip. Tragically, oh, I'm really enjoying the the titles of the shows, which I always have. I've always yeah. enjoyed the titles. I like a pun. I like a quip. Well, here's something I'd like to ask you. First of all, uh, I'm James. You're Claire. We're married. Uh, we we both like Sex right. in the City. We I do. Mean, we both also That's enjoy it. this. Um, as as a woman who's in her fifties, also with a bad back. <laughs> How much of I this did you relate to? Feel, I, it's so funny because I really feel it. I feel really old. But then I watch this and I feel useful. Sure. No, someone made the comment, maybe it was you or someone else smart. Actually, no, it was a friend I was asking about their opinion of it and she said I really am enjoying it. But I'm noticing that the 12 years have passed or something since we've seen them last and it feels like a lot. Like she used to feel like they were the same age as her. Yeah. Even Did I though say that? I think I might you have said, said that something like that, episode, but this yeah. was our friend Bianca who also said this. Oh, okay. And yeah. I and I she makes a really good point because I was watching this in my twenties and they were in their mid thirties. Yeah. But I felt very akin to them. But now watching this, they've got teenage kids, they're dealing with hip replacements yeah. and they've really ramped up the ageing thing. But oh I God, also yeah. do think it's there's some shift where you do a lot of ageing in that in those totally. years, kids, right? They, uh, they take their time. Yeah, home. the kids. And it's the kids but, you know, and yeah, actually Carrie does look a lot more rested <laughs> than the other two. <laughs> yeah. But it's that but it's also I think – yeah, there's just a big leap between your third, like your forties to your fifties. Yeah. It feels, and this is it's very. I'm very aware of it. That's when you see, like, you get photos of celebrities, like in that age, and they're like, "What happened to John Hamm? He used to be so handsome." It's like, well, he's fifty. <laughs> That's what happened to him. Leave him oh, alone. Oh, John Hamm, he'll always look good. So he'll, be, uh, he'll ripen like a good old ham. He will. No, I just, like I just, I just quickly look this up. Yeah, so Sarah Jessica Barker in real life, though, a uh, mother of three. Uh, she yeah, is, so yeah, yeah. Did you not know that? I knew she was a mother. I didn't, know, I didn't know how many. Yeah, and um, she's got teenage kids. Um, yeah, yeah. Actually, in some, one's gone to college now. I know oh, wow. that because I follow her on Instagram. Fantastic stuff. Yeah. Uh, there was a funny little moment that I, I noticed in this, and I, I think it was like an off-script kind of uh, thing that they captured and then put in when they're in the coffee shop and she's talking about her bad back, which has actually turned out to be a hip problem yeah. uh, that she'd had from birth. Anthony was making jokes about it and it looked like he actually like broke Sarah Jessica Parker like in the scene. Yeah. She looked like she was like actually 
laughing. Laughing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did you get that sense? I did too, actually. I really loved that. It was interesting because it's sort of the four of them sitting like they would with Samantha and they put Anthony in instead, which I think is a bold choice when whoever's You you put anyone in that's bold. Yeah, Yeah, and I know they had um, Stanford in there. But for some mm. reason, I think that shot looked very Sex in the City. Yeah. The other one was sort of awkward and Stanford's chair kept getting bumped, but this was very iconic yes. Sex in the City placement. And to have him there and cracking some really killer jokes was really good. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah. they're, they're not, I guess, completely uncommon like him and Samantha. Do you know what I mean? They're like no, they've Yeah. Obviously they are very different in many Yeah, ways. and he's making some great like puns and sort of yeah. like just really giving it puns to Harry. Puns and buns, it would yes, say. Yes, yes, many buns. What I am loving about this is the old Carrie story arc that's really ramped yeah, up through this absolutely. episode. And, and from that what I also liked about how her friends like come together to help her, which I think you as if you stick around with people long enough, you know what I mean, and you are the main people in their life, you're going to maybe be in a situation where you help them uh, go to the hospital and put them on the toilet and you see them like very very vulnerable, very vulnerable and yeah. reliant on you. Um, and this show is obviously a lot about, always been a lot about that, but it's it's different in your 50s as opposed to like, I don't know, you need some toilet paper under a cubicle door or whatever, which is not, again, what this show is <laughs> like. It's, it's, no, because it's, it's more about, it's yeah. more than that. But, it's yeah. interesting because Miranda does get eye surgery in, yes. the, in the old series and um, she ends up saying she doesn't need anyone at all to yes. help her and then Steve comes and supports oh, her. Oh, Steve, my boy Steve. Oh, I know, he's really, <laughs> he's barely in it and he's like really copping it. He's not in this no, at all. No, he's not. No, because so just just quickly recap. So Kerry... Um, she has sold her apartment. Seema, the, you know, her amazing the one with real big, estate I who's like glamorous. Yeah, yeah, she sold her apartment with Big. Seema, who sold it, who's a real estate agent, she wanted to see her brownstone apartment mm. where she's living and so Kerry comes ashore and she's like hobbling up the stairs with an yeah. umbrella and then Seema says you've really got to get that looked in. Kerry, as she often does, just ignores real problems. Yes. Because she's busy being Kerry doing bits and having like – Things on her head, and so, <laughs> and so, Seam is like, "No, Carrie, you really must get that looked at." And for some reason, and it was the same in a lot of the movies too. Carrie can't sort her own life out. No, she needs someone like really finances glamorous. Finances or yeah, yeah or her apartment, or like stuff, practical of, stuff, yeah. like mice in her kitchen, yeah. or or the fact that like nothing works. Aiden was going to famously like knock the walls down because her apartment oh, was right. being sold, and she didn't know what to do. And she like broke out in hives. And well, that was a whole other yeah, thing. Yeah, that was a whole yeah. other thing about the wedding. But always you know, she through, always though. Yeah, you can feel it. Yeah, I, you, you can get, feel it. It's like the winds in the east from Mary Poppins. Did you feel that though? We'll talk about it, but like there's definitely a change in her towards in the, the end air. of this. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I really liked that. This is the first episode where we've seen both Carrie and Miranda be sexual beings. Yes. Even though I mean, Carrie there was that awful big masturbation scene. But oh, that yeah, was, that's true. Good but that point. wasn't that didn't it didn't feel Sexy. <laughs> I felt very uncomfortable. Was, not unlike people around the actor in real life, correct. which we'll not get into this. No, week. and it's even more creepy in context now yeah. too of all of that. But let's shelve that. Yeah. I do think, yeah, there's, they've really kind of brought that joy of like that kind of just sexual desire anyway for yes. Carrie is coming in this episode in an interesting way. Yeah. And for like younger guys as well. Yeah. Because she has, so she breaks her hip, she's having surgery and then um, because Big's not there as well, the girls have to rally around mm. her. And I love that scene where after she's had the surgery and then she gets carried in by one of, what does he call them? His hot Fellas, <laughs> they're hot fellas, baked goods he business from Anthony. He didn't look like a real guy. Like no. he steps around the corner, he looked like a mannequin, like stuffed into a. Yeah, uh, he did. And actually, that particular you know, scene, I've seen already because, oh, okay. like, the internet went bonkers because they caught some footage of that from when it was filmed. Oh, okay. And no one knew what the context was, yeah. but everyone was like, Ooh, what is this? with their fluffy shoes in the air. It was all very fun. Yeah. Yeah, the toilet scene as well, hey, they did that really well. Like yeah, absolutely. Like very vulnerable and sort of mm. they did. I did note down that they put her in a grey cardigan and pearls. As well as socks and stocks, like socks and Birkenstocks. Well, I I thought that uh, this was pre-surgery because she didn't look like she just had surgery. Do you know what I mean? I guess it could have been like a couple of days after. Yeah, it was definitely meant to be post-surgery. Yeah, I know, but like just the fact that she was like 
the way that she walked and sitting up in bed and she wasn't like hooked up to anything or whatever. But I I think it was supposed to be like, oh, no, I've gone to the toilet before the nurses have lifted me. So I think it was like two or three days at least. Yeah, you're right After, because when yeah. someone actually comes out of surgery, they've got po- like yeah, yeah things sticking out of them, that and, and you're, you're just you're not in your best and, pearls and cardigan. Yeah, and she just wakes up and she's like, "Oh, you're here," and it's like, yeah, your reaction would be yeah. different. I, I do imagine. think Carrie um, plays being high very well. Yeah, like, I that just was fun. think she's a she's a fun high person. She's not always fun well, all the time. There's a couple of things <laughs> that she does. Uh, her and Charlotte are sitting in the back of the van, the sexy bread van, yeah. and they're just eating. <laughs> Plain bread, and I'm like, no, like that could be the best bread in the world, but you don't just eat like plain, hard, crusty bread, do you? You need butter or oh, something mate, with it. Oh, mate, you do not understand. No, women. I love bread, but I'm <laughs> no, the... but carbs. Those two, if you, if you look like that in your fifties, you have not eaten a carb for like ten <laughs> years. So they're high eating fresh baked. I don't They're think, doing it. They're leaning in. I don't reckon they were eating anything. I reckon if you rewound that scene, they were just holding the bread and going, oh, very good. Of course. They're not actually eating it. Don't, they're not, you know, don't be ridiculous. I just thought it was a waste of carbs. It's like if you're going to eat bread, do nah, it properly. You, you know eat, what I mean? I love a freshly baked bun. Absolutely. But there was <laughs> In more than one context in this episode. What was the other thing you got to say? Oh, the high thing. It's one yeah. of the bits, because uh, we watched this together. Uh, what was that that you had trouble watching was the podcast where Carrie was high. Oh, I mean, look, I loved the straw hat with the pink flowers sure, on it. Yeah. It was, and I loved that was really funny. I thought that was just a very funny thing because she loves hat, she loves accessories, Carrie. She's always doing little bits where she's like, "Ooh, I'm a Carrie. I'm a little, you know, vignette of a human being." Yeah, but yet I can't figure out how to fix the stain in my roof, or sell my own apartment, or pack up my own things. Apparently, yeah, or sort my own back out and book an osteo appointment. I mean, come on. Yeah. Anyway, but she's wearing a silly little hat with the pink flowers on the top and with like a bonnet. And I loved that. And I loved that she told the story about Samantha and the whole like diaphragm and having Samantha having yeah. to get. I loved that inclusion. I felt like that was such a nod to the fans and I really, oh, but we're not going to talk about that. Well, no, I think we should talk about this and then come back to the response Okay, yeah, because we've got to have your Spencer. Yeah. So we'll I won't go that, too much into that. We'll but... just say I went to the dip.com. Uh, Samantha really did pull out Carrie's diaphragm in Season 2, Episode 6 of the original series. So yes. I, I'm like, I'm sure that happened. But it I absolutely But did. I couldn't remember specifically when. Oh, no, yeah. it absolutely happens. Yeah, yeah. And they're all going out on a night out and it got stuck and yeah. she has to go in there and – and um, the, she asks other people and they all say no. And no, Samantha's, Samantha's like, like yeah. absolutely, and has this great look <laughs> yeah. on her face and like like she's going into battle. Yeah. It was really yeah. great. I couldn't um, remember when. Great but, episode. Yeah, yeah it's su- it was such a lovely note. So I loved her high in a pink flower hat talking. Yep. What I didn't like was the weird laughing on the other end. It's just a like, weird, it's a weird Shay, podcast. It's, it's not a very weird good. podcast. Like the two, her two co-hosts and Shay in lots of other scenes I really love. But on the podcast she becomes this weird, awkward laughing, yeah. manic, like kind of caricature. And, I mean, the podcast, for goodness sake, is called XY and me. Is it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Like, what is that? I don't even understand what that even means. I don't it's know. Do they have a microphone up to the computer to record her? Yeah. I guess that's why she was. No, but that was why. And I, that's believable. Yeah. Like, I, I would, wouldn't think she would have the foggiest idea of how to set up a mic to record a podcast. But they can because they're in a professional studio. So if yeah. she's calling in, they would be able to record that audio off that computer without putting yeah. a fucking microphone <laughs> up to it. They're yeah. in a professional studio. We're in a. Semi-professional studio, we're in a, and we the are back room in yeah, our house. But we, but it's we are equipped to do that. It's not yeah. true to life. It's not true to podcasting. <laughs> when will television get podcasting right? They did that Zach Braff Gimlet show about podcasting. It just doesn't work. And I've talked about this before. That show should specifically appeal to me, right? Yeah. That show. It's like it was made exactly for my demographic alone, and I'm still like, nah, I'm not watching that. Do you know what? Do you know what part of it is? It's like that comment you made about comedy and yeah. how comedy in a TV show very rarely ever works because it's scripted. Yeah, and I think that's the problem with podcasting is that it's a natural conversation. Yeah, and maybe to and like obviously actors have a scripted conversation and most of the conversation in this is great, but they haven't been able to script it in a way that feels natural. What, I don't know. What it's they weird. probably should have done is that I don't know if you're familiar with the Curb Your Enthusiasm method. Larry David, who co-created Seinfeld, he has a, his own show now. He's been run, doing it for like 20 years on and off. But they have a rough outline of a story and literally everything else is improv So all the conversations. Oh. So I think if they went in and they were like, 
okay, Carrie, you're going to tell this story and, and you're a bit reluctant to tell it and whatever. And then just let them talk and you, you let them talk for an hour, you could easily get like 30 seconds out of it, I think. Yeah, you wonder, don't you? Because I don't, I, I wonder if Sarah Jessica Parker can do improv. I don't know. I don't think it needs to even be improv. It, like you can just talk. Talk and you at, get something yeah. out of it, you know, because she doesn't need to be. She doesn't need to be good at it. I guess that's the yeah, point. Yeah, and of, I and that actually, she's the awkward one, and I'm like, is she? Because this whole thing no, feels bad. No, because I feel like she's actually okay yeah. at it, and the other two do this weird giggling thing. I don't know. It's very odd. But then, but I'm, it might be intentionally supposed to be bad. I can't tell. Me, I can't tell either. <laughs> and it could be because this show is doing lots of twists and turns, right? And it isn't getting rave reviews. Like you don't kind of hear about it doing super well. Well, well you either. say that, but it is easily the highest uh, subscriber sign up for HBO Max. No, no, no. Ever. I don't mean the show. Oh, I mean sorry, the podcast yeah, yeah, in yeah. the context of the show. Okay, yeah. I don't think anyone's like saying it's been written up in the New York Times or anything. Yeah, no, yet. Yeah, but it seems terrible at the moment. So maybe it's supposed to be terrible. Sex or in she's... the podcast, they should have called yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that would have got people. Maybe in, uh... that would have. Yeah, anyway, so that is very odd. I find that really weird. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. We should talk about, though, uh, Harry and Charlotte's uh, Ooh, Rose, who uh, is be- has become Rock, which I think, look, not my first choice of name. There already is a The Rock. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, you know, you're finding your identity. You're having a and go at it. And, well, she or they, as, yeah, they're, yeah. as mm. they're wanting to be called in the show's context, is 12. Yeah. So... I think maybe when you're 12, maybe you would call yourself Rock. I don't know. I think it's interesting because they they come into the school and they're they're talking to the the teachers and staff um, Mm. about it. We should say up top that what's interesting too is that Rose doesn't tell Harry and Charlotte and Charlotte finds out on a Zoom call with a whole lot of other mums, which is mortifying too. And I don't think that was an intentional thing to not tell them. I think it was just like this is how I communicate and, you know, you missed it, keep up kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I did a cringe rap. It was very oh, it was so bad, wasn't it? But then that's when you kids. Think, and the character is twelve. Yeah, so it's right. probably not going to be genius TikTok, is it? That's really. It. And, and it's interesting because uh, they're talking it through with the parents, and Harry's like, "Look, I don't know. Like, is this an attention thing? Like, if if you know, if they wanted to, if they could, j- just ice cream, you know, for dinner every night." Mm-hmm. And I think though that those both of those things can be true. You know, you can have a solid idea of who you want to be or who you, you know, what you're moving towards and also be 12 and want to have ice cream for every meal. And I don't think those things like... Are mutually exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm really enjoying actually, and I haven't seen Done Before and I'm sure there are shows that have done it, but I haven't seen it. Mm. They're having a really honest conversation about how they feel as parents. Yeah. And knowing the character of Harry and Charlotte are both very traditional in Mm. their roles and in their lives and they're struggling and not in a way where they're saying we don't believe that someone who is non-binary, they're not saying we don't believe in people being non-binary or being trans. It's not that. But they are having a really honest conversation about struggling with their child changing their identity. Yeah. And I think that's that rings really true and I think part of it is because one of the writers is actually experiencing that in right. her own life. Mm. And so I actually really appreciated that. I think it's brave and to do that. Yeah. But I think it's an important conversation because I, I, I think it would be disingenuous for them to just jump on board with it and or, not be or challenged. Or be the opposite and be like... No, you won't or whatever, like, because yeah, that's not true. Yeah, and that's the storyline we see as well, right, more so. Yeah. 
or the opposite where they're just embracing it yeah. all. And I think Harry's struggling in the way he's struggling and the way the teachers in a way it would be infuriating. Yeah. Like one of the, the teachers are sort of talking to them about their child like they don't know their, their child. Which is also not incorrect. Yeah, know, in exactly. Yeah. But that would be really confronting and Harry says that I think. Yeah. That it's really humbling to have people tell who aren't you tell you about your child. And I just, just sitting there thinking, whoa, yeah, that would be And I hard. guess, you know, from, from our perspective, like our experience is, is very limited in this regard. Mm. You know, we, don't, we don't at this point, you know, we, we don't know what our kids are going to, to grow up, you know, what kind of person they're going to be. So it, for me it would, it would be that, uh, like uh, a fine line between I, how do I navigate this in a way that they feel loved do you know what I mean? What's yeah. the what's the what's the best road f- forward? You know, and you you want you don't want to say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing. You know, and exactly. it's and just that's... a difficult thing to now. And I it's kind of like the, the way I try to do things. You know, because a lot of the stuff obviously I say and do is online. I'm not. I don't always get it right, but I'm trying to learn. You know what I mean? And not just terms of pronouns, but to be open to people's experiences and and all of those things. And it's it's a difficult thing to navigate. But I also think it's. It's supposed to be difficult, you know. It's supposed yeah. to be challenging. You're supposed to think about these things. You're not supposed to go, well, that's not what I, that not in my opinion. Exactly, yeah. exactly right. Again, I don't know yeah. what I'm talking about. What do I know? You know? No, <laughs> and no, and I, I really appreciated the conversation between Kerry and Charlotte as mm. well because I think Kerry says something really wise. She corrects Charlotte's use of pronoun, yeah, and then she also says, "But what a great kid!" Yeah, and I, I can't tell you what's going to happen, but I do know. You've got a great kid, absolutely, and, and I think that in itself, right, is the key to it all. Is that you just have to love them, and as best you can. And I, yeah, I don't know. I, I can't imagine as a parent then what choices you would go down with the road of like. I don't wonder if they're going to discuss medical choices yeah. as well, because I think that's such a really challenging and interesting road to go down when a child is twelve. Yeah, too. that's right. And what happens there as a family? What you and you just want to be making the best choice for your child at that time. That's it. It's going to be. It's interesting. I, I'm really enjoying that storyline. It's heating up. Speaking of heating, oh, lordies. First of all, uh, obviously Miranda's drinking is heating up to a point. Uh, a Correct. book arrived in the mail. Quit like a woman: the radical choice to not drink in a culture obsessed with alcohol. Real book. I looked it up. Oh, and she's like, go. I can't believe Charlotte sent me this book. I don't yeah. drink too much. Turns out that she got really drunk and she bought that book herself. Yeah, that you find out fun, the end. Yeah. A fun twist. Uh, but then, of course, the, the, the relationship between her and Shay uh, steps up a notch. They have a few totally. meetings. And then, and then the second one, there are some intercourse standing up in Carrie's, <laughs> in Carrie's kitchen, kitchen as Carrie is struggling to get out of bed with a busted hip to pee into a... Bottle. Diet peach <laughs> snapple bottle. Yeah. I wrote that down. <laughs> and uh, that's good. And uh, I told you, I'm like, is that even possible? Can you even do that? Oh, yeah, the you can. The opening of that, yeah. Yeah, did you not think you could do I that? It just seems like a very narrow margin of error. Yeah, like, it I is. I would struggle with that uh, if it was like, you know, if I had to aim for like distance, do you know what I mean? But, yeah, uh, but I mean you get up close. Yeah, though. no, of course, obviously. Obviously I wouldn't struggle like actually because I could just, you know, I could – yeah, you've got the hose there to kind of but, navigate the direction. But, yeah, it did, as mentioned up top, it did feel very much like old sex in the city where like one very sexual thing was happening in one place and then a ludicrous like, <laughs> thing uh, is comedy happening. and errors. And I guess they're both funny as well with the, you know, in the same yeah. time. Yeah. Ludicrous I mean, and funny scenarios. It is interesting because it, it was such a juxtaposition, wasn't it, and yeah. happening in the same room. And I think it was genius. Yeah. Like I, I think the whole scene, the way they set it up, the way Shay has sort of been popping in and coming in, and so I think the tension's been building. Right, yeah. Miranda's been welcoming Shay in in lots of different ways, in a way that the other two haven't been really, and almost yeah. been a bit confused. Not like dismissive, but no, but just you know, Carrie's like, unwell. This is and, just a person. Yeah, we don't, she's my. We don't, you know. Yeah, they're but, my boss. Yeah, you know, they're not, you know, in the in a friendship circle yet. I, yeah, exactly. It's so interesting. I I felt like all of the characters in that scene played it so well. Carrie yeah. waking up from her nap and really needing to pee yeah. and then the way that she kind of sees what's happening in the kitchen 
and then looks away as you would because they're your friend and, and like, you can't believe it. Happening? And she's hot. She's like, obviously, she looks away like you would. Yeah. And, you know, she's clearly on pain meds and things as well, but she's desperate to go yeah. to the loo. And what does she do? She can't cry out. She's. But then also Miranda is clearly so swept away. Yeah, and drunk. By, yeah, and drunk. <laughs> and that's the other part of it, right? Like the way that she flirts with Shay and then she leads that. Yeah, oh, totally, yeah. Completely. She's and like, uh, can you do that shotgunning thing from yeah, before? Yeah, exactly, and kind of leads Shay into that and then saying that she's never had an experience like that before. Yeah. And then I think the confrontation between Kerry and Miranda is yeah. Genius. I think the scripting there is just so good. What I was really happy about was um, when Miranda's going to the toilet afterwards and she's just like buzzing, you know, from what yeah. just happened. And Carrie's just like, what are you doing? Like there's no like, oh, should I say something or whatever? No, she she's goes straight like, away. Even the way she just says, can you shut the door? Yeah. Like because Miranda sits on the loo and thinks Carrie's still asleep and then the way that Carrie says, can you shut the door is yeah. so like cutting yeah. because it's immediately clear how angry she is and then she just goes for her while the door is shut. And then what's interesting is the way that what would happen in real life, Miranda's embarrassed but yeah. also kind of still buzzing yeah, exactly. and not sure how to handle it and is hoping Kerry will just go back to surface level and yeah. maybe she didn't see everything. And so she comes out and she's like, I'll just clean everything up. Everything's fine. Don't even look here. Everything's fine. I'm just getting the sheets. I'm so sorry. I didn't yeah. realize you needed me. And she was just hoping that Carrie wouldn't pursue it. And Carrie, uh, they're such good friends yeah. that Carrie absolutely pursues it. I love how, though, it's the point where, like, because Carrie has seen that she's had a problem with alcohol and it's just like, nah, it's fine. She's, you know, she's whatever. Yeah. And then the moment it, like, directly affected her, she's like, you have a drinking problem. Like, a bit. Yeah, <laughs> like prior once, to that, Charlotte yeah. brings it up and she's like, nah, she's all right or whatever. But as soon as it, you know. Affects her directly. <laughs> you left me alone. Yeah. That is so true. It's that selfish carry thing that comes out in her, right? Because she's like suddenly yeah. like, I'm, pee- I'm peeing in a Diet Peach Snapple bottle <laughs> and I'm alone. You said I wouldn't have to be alone. And she almost has a little mini tantrum about it. Yeah. Rather than coming from a place Charlotte's coming from, which is I'm worried about my friend. Yeah, totally. But then again, Cynthia Nixon, her acting in this. Oh, killing it. Oh. Again, favourite character. Oh, yeah. yeah, hands down. Because what's amazing about it too is that she goes, she does that kind of high, everything's fine, I'm just yeah. getting some sheets. And then she goes into the, it's. I was just, I got to be carried away thing. And then all of a sudden she's just, I'm unhappy. And yeah. she's just so deeply feeling in that moment my whole life I'm unhappy. I'm, I don't want to be this person anymore. Yeah. I'm, I hate my hate marriage. My, I hate, hate my life. life. I'm trapped it's and it, it's so when, when she When she said that, like I hate my life and like I have for like a really long time, I was like, oh, how long is that? You know, because I know they kind of got together initially and maybe stayed together because of, you know, because of the baby. You know, is it, is it like is it 10 years? Is it 20 years? You know what I mean? It's yeah. like. Because I don't think it was always that way with her and Steve. No, you know? that, and that's so interesting because I always saw her and Steve as actually the great love story sure, yeah. of the show yeah. because I felt like they were the most relatable but also had great chemistry but mm. also went through a lot and he broke down her walls and changed her in yeah. a way that was really beautiful and they seemed to have a really great sex life. Like it yeah. all seemed, you know, they're sitting outside that pub in like I think the last, you know, at last episode of the the TV series, and yeah. they're having a drink, and oh no, that was in the movie, in the end of the okay. first movie. Yeah, and so I think it's really interesting because in that first movie, you do see them in a really bad place. Yeah, they they they're not having sex, and and she's caring for his yeah. aging mother. Plus Brady's little. Plus she's got a high power job, and he's got the bar, yeah. and you do see that. So you wonder how long. I, I think they took each other to like initially to a point and he was able to, well, they opened each other up into new experiences. But I yeah. think at that point maybe that's all they needed from each other. Yeah. And I think that's okay with people and relationships, you know what I mean? And not to say yeah. that, you know, you you know, you should use other people to get, to get what you want, but I think it maybe ran its course at that point, you know what I mean? And she was ready for something else and he was like, no, this is, I'm good here, 
you know. Yeah, this is how I want to die. <laughs> Just yeah. uh, do, like slowly getting decrepit, lying on the couch watching Netflix, eating special exactly. ice cream out of little special bowls. Yeah, exactly. So she's having sex in Carrie's kitchen at like 4 p.m. in the afternoon or whatever and he's probably getting ready for bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> putting his teeth in a jar. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And so it is sad that they've done that made that choice for that couple that I feel like was such a beautiful I'm character I'm looking arc. forward to seeing how that plays out with Steve and if yeah. they give him some depth. Because they I, haven't given him no, any depth. No, and I think right? it would be a bit of a cop-out if he, she goes to him and is like, I'm not happy and whatever, and he's like, oh, I'm Steve, I knew this was coming, yeah, we had a good thing and whatever. I would like to see some kind of reaction from him that's not just like, I'm old and... Yeah. This was fun, wasn't it, you know? Exactly. And I do And I think, don't know whether we are going to get that, though. I think we will. I hope so. I think we will because the way that they've treated all the characters in this show, and I feel like, like it's almost deliberate that they've caricaturized Steve in that way, mm. though he did have his Peloton moment in the wardrobe where Certainly he was did. like, I blame the bike, and Miranda's like, it's definitely not the bike, it's other things. The bike didn't even get it a probably, look at this way. Yeah, it's I know. The what, bike. the first episode without mentioning Peloton? Instead, maybe it's sponsored by Diet Peach Snaffle. It might <laughs> very, very well be. Down. But I do think that. Drink it all, then pee in a bottle. Yeah. I think that's their motto. <laughs> yeah, because they really, like Steve wasn't even in this episode. And I actually, no. I give the writers enough yeah. credit, Michael Patrick thing, the amount of work that's gone in and love they've given to each of those characters, even to Samantha, who's not even in this yeah. episode, I think they'll do it. I think they'll go there. And I think I hope it so. will be heart-wrenching. I really hope so. I um, yeah. And I hope that, I think that conversation is going to go through the family as well. I think it's going to blow up with Brady and whoever Brady's girlfriend is and yeah. Steve. Like, I think it's all going to come to a head. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I hope. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I, I think they will because of the way, the depth that they went to in this episode. Yeah. They're unafraid to go to really quite confronting. It's mainly awkward. So many scenes in this are awkward, yeah. right? In the way, in the best possible way, in that you're cringing, but you also know that it feels sort of true yeah. to life in different ways. Obviously, not necessarily the brownstone in New York and the outfits, but <laughs> but there is so much depth. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, I wanted to quickly mention something interesting about last week's episode as well. I hadn't realized. Actually. Do you have a quick look, see? Yeah, sorry. Why are you doing that? I I might just mention this because you know how I'm an idiot, right? You're familiar with that. For some reason I never connected, uh, this is embarrassing to admit, uh, Amanda. (laughs) Miranda's drinking because she decides to pour it all out in this after she realises she sent herself the book. And I think it's also because she had that moment with Shay where, like, I I never connected her unhappiness and, you know, and her working through her sexuality with her drinking for some reason, I just thought really? those things were like mutually exclusive. <laughs> or I just never, but like, obvi- of course, of obviously, course. you know, because I'm such an idiot. I can't believe I didn't put that together. But um, that makes so much sense because often with substance abuse problems, there is an underlying factor. It's not just because I like this, you know what I mean? You know, addiction has, there's a lot to it. And I'm an idiot, is my point. <laughs> Anyways, what were you going to say though? Oh, I was just going to say that last week's episode, Some of My Best Friends, yeah. one of the things I really enjoyed about that was that Charlotte got to show her art pedigree and the way yeah. she explained the art within um, LTW's house was really, like, amazing. Yeah. And, and I hadn't realised just how groundbreaking that was. So to put in context, it was really important that for the writers to show black millionaires basically right, yep, who yep. are genuinely people that live in New York and there is a whole scene. And so I, that choice of that family in that house was actually to show these people who really do exist like a, a window into that world yeah, and how important it was for the audience to see a different side of life in that way. Right, And yeah. I just, I just don't, I don't know why I brought that up now. I think it's just because I it was something I hadn't talked about last yeah, week. I don't, absolutely. and I wanted to just mention that because I found that really interesting. I'm listening to that HBO Max podcast with Michael Patrick King and the yeah. writers of the show, and they just talked a lot about that. and And the artwork was incredibly difficult to get. They had to really go. And, was it real artwork? Yes, yeah, all real. Really, yeah. all from real artists. You don't have to do that. No, and yeah. no. So that whole recreation 
was done with so much love and research yeah. and connection to the black community within New York and the black art scene. Right, okay. So I just so there's so many layers to last week's episode that I think unless you knew the context of that and listening to these writers, it's such a good podcast to go and listen to yeah. if you're a really diehard fan because it does give you a major insight into why they had that episode the way yeah. that they had it and so many of the structures within it. I just It was so good. That's really cool. Yeah, I thought that's really cool. I and should listen to that but I also like you telling me about it. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll go back at the end when we finish the wrap-up but I like yeah. hearing about this. Big, and uh, also the you. artwork is absolutely stunning. When oh, you, incredible, Because I've, yeah. I've gone back and watched those episodes again. You've watched I, these like multiple times. I do. Yeah. It's layers and layers. I just go back Not in. Not me. I understand everything immediately. <laughs> Except for the drinking thing. I will concede that. But all the subtext, all the hidden subtext I get immediately. Uh, no, I don't. I have to go back. I'm not a pro like you. I have no, to no, go back I'm not. I miss things it. like obviously all the time. It's just that I am more used to watching a thing and making notes as I do it. Yeah. Whereas you don't. You, no, you I would need... sit and absorb it and then you watch it again and make notes, which I think is, in all honesty, a way that you should do this. Well, it's just such a treasure to me, this show. It doesn't happen yeah. very often and so I want to watch it as a fan first and totally. then watch it again as like um, as like more critiquing yeah. analytically. I yeah. I, I and then I go and read perfect. the articles and go, oh, actually I missed that and yep. this and the other Again, no, I didn't miss anything. But listen, here's something I also didn't miss. <laughs> uh, so hearts are a flutter. It's not just Miranda. No. Uh, or some people like to call her Amanda, not her name. I'm a big fan and I know but that's Rambo, her name. actually, apparently. <laughs> right? Yeah, Ram- I love – she's called Rambo in this episode by Shay. She says it quite oh, often. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I, yeah. And then no, – I also picked up on that. And definitely. Charlotte and, and Carrie are like, why is she calling herself Rambo? And then it's like, well, they're doing their old lady <laughs> yeah. waddle to the bathroom. Anyways, so – uh, Travis, the, uh, the, um, the, 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 the oh, physiotherapist. Oh, yes, yeah, the physiotherapist I've written about this Yes, yeah, so she decides to pay out of pocket even though her insurance is not going to cover it. I'm sure she's going to be fine. She's got like $50 million or whatever. Correct. But, um, yeah, to, to hang out with this, like, this handsome dude because, you know, she sees this guy and kind of you see a bit of that old single Carrie, like, reappear. Yeah, I've said she does the Carrie... Yeah, blinking in the headlights face. Yes. Where she's like, yeah, yeah. And she like shoves her purse at Charlotte and she does that thing which she always does when she sees someone she's really into. She just immediately ignores her friends and goes straight for the hot guy. What I think is interesting about that though as well is – I, I, unless I'm wrong, I don't think he was ever meant to be a character of substance. I think this was just to show that – Oh, you know, she's starting to open oh, up. Oh, yeah, to, uh, of course. Yeah, but, you know, she might have a fling or whatever, candy. you know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I think, like, that and the bread guy are, like, these are small steps towards, like, like a, awakening like get, getting her. some Getting some, like, dates and then bring back Aiden and yeah. all those different things. Yeah, and it things. wasn't it an wasn't all a coincidence that you see that and then it skips three months and she's in the most incredible outfit. She's looking outfit. good. She's she, looking like good. A, the camera pans up and she's back in her heels, in her sparkly heels, in her sparkly, stripy, sexy, slinky sequin dress thing. Yeah. And she's in profile in her brownstone and that iconic kind of look through her wardrobe. Mm-hmm. And and whenever she's doing like a real pose, she does that Carrie pose thing. Yeah, yeah. In that wardrobe thing. And she looks incredible. That dress was spectacular. Looking like good. rainbow. Looking sharp. Amazing. But it was definitely like sexy Carrie's back. Sexy Carrie's back. Big, yeah. Big's dead. Good. Let's go. Yeah, let's get some sexy Carrie going. Sexy Carrie. And time. that was quite fun. It was interesting. They're quite they're young guys as well. Yeah. And um hey, why not? I thought that was quite interesting. Yeah. Mm. But it, I, I can't imagine her with like a big muscular like Clown of a man oh, in tight cake. shorts, do you know like what I mean? The, like the hot guy. Yeah, I just can't see that even, even happening as a fling. It just doesn't Oh, seem... no, because, no, he didn't no, really I know. seem like a real no, person. No, totally. That's, that's what Which I, yeah, I'm that... sure he's a real person with real feelings and respect He didn't look like a real hot, person. Hot, fun, bakery man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> his, his bum did look very like, infl- he almost looked like he had, he had been inflated he did. by something. He looked like the Michelin, tanned Michelin yeah, man. Yeah, but, exactly. Um, I'd love to be a fly on the wall in the She doesn't really like date or like fling have a fling with guys like that though. Do you know what I mean? They've always got like some kind of personality, whether it be terrible or not. They're know. usually arty in some way. Yeah. Like a chef or a writer yeah. or like a quirky kind of like Not always because like there's the politician and there's big and. Yeah, that's true, but but they're always a bit quirky. Like she doesn't really go for beefcakey sort of. Like Samantha was always the one that would be like, step into my office, delivery pizza boy or something. Speaking of. 
Mm, oh, it's James' Samantha's favorite time. time. My favorite time of the week. Favorite Very time. light on the ground last week with the Samantha Very. speculation. I wasn't feeling good, Claire. No. I wasn't feeling good about it. But this week, a bit of a positive uptick. Maybe some more stepping stones. Stepping stones towards... The reappearance of Samantha She's Jones. She's not coming back, mate. you got to let it go. That's <laughs> just She's not coming so, back. I So after naming uh, name-dropping her on a terrible podcast, you know, there's the, you know, she begins to worry that can I, uh, am I allowed to do that? Will she care? But then uh, at the time I, I I also thought she she wouldn't, Samantha wouldn't care. It's like she's No, but Carrie didn't even book. think that it was Charlotte. That, no, that's because true. Charlotte but, is always the one that cares. But I think she would have thought of like if she was sober. If she wasn't high, then she would. Yeah, she, she wouldn't have, have done it, that. Which yeah. she, which she ended up doing in the message. And I like that Samantha was just like, "Yeah, no, I remember that totally." That's it was a really nice text exchange. I, I have to say, a positive with, one. I have to say, with that, what was genius about that text exchange was yeah. that it was classic Samantha. So yeah, Carrie asks her. Long story short, is it okay if I talk about the the diaphragm vagina yeah. story I mentioned on a podcast? And she was like, "Oh." I love that your vagina is getting airtime. Yes. And I think that phrasing, it's just I immediately as a fan felt Samantha in the room. It, it did feel like that, it didn't clever. it? Yeah. It was clever. And then when she says I miss you and there's the dot, the dot, dots, dots and then nothing yeah. and you picked that. Yeah. Like, oh, I mean it was pretty like, you know, it was pretty telegraphed. But um, Yeah, but I, I think that that's genius. Like, I need, I need yeah. to know though. Like I know you're like definitely not in it. And, I again, I'm inclined to agree this must have moved the needle for you somewhat. Nah. No, no, I would feel it in my bones. If they were bringing her <laughs> actually back, I would know. Do my spidey senses there would be up. must be some kind of resolution to all this towards the end though, right? Yeah. I'm not saying it has to be yeah. in person. Maybe it's a phone conversation. Maybe it's a Zoom call. I'm not even like more likely than not she will not appear. But do you think there is going to be like the last scene is like, Maybe Samantha rings on the phone and Carrie picks it up and then the series ends or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm, she's, Kim Cattrall is not going to be in it. Okay. That's my I'm, that's my standing on the wall. That's my line. I'm drawing <laughs> line it in the, in the sand. Line in the sand. She's not going to be in it. No, Claire. Lines in the sand can be easily brushed All right. over and moved. No, no. She's not. They're going to do they some plot device, but no, she's yep. not going to be in it. I think because I, I after watching this, I feel like they're going to do another season. I think they're definitely. Definitely. I mean, like they've set the biggest, it up. As I mentioned, the biggest opening yeah, ever. Exactly. They've Max. set it up to be a longstanding show. Yep. The next season... I wouldn't be surprised if after Samantha watches Samantha Kim Cattrall watches this, yeah. she sees what a success it is, yep. and they offer her a basquillion dollars. And it's better than you'd think. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe they convince her to come yep. on the next season, and if that is the case, I think they've they've set it up for a long yep. payoff. I, and maybe you'll be right there. But this yep. season, I, look, no, I it's feel, all done already. Yep. I feel like you're probably. I feel like you're you're. I'm, I'm like yeah. ninety nine percent sure that you are correct. But you're still there's that fraction of uh, yeah. But it's I, like when Luke Skywalker turned up at the end of the Mandalorian <laughs> season too. Nobody thought that was going to happen, but it yeah, did but, happen. Yeah, but he didn't. Everyone didn't hate him, and he hadn't like done a massive feud with everybody on the show. <laughs> That's true, Mark Hamill. You know, he had, had not tweeted. About massive feud. No, exactly. He hadn't wow. tweeted at everybody. Look, what I just I know we have this conversation literally every we week. Do. People must yeah. be sick of it. At this I know, point. exactly. And uh, what I do have to say is that, as I repeated to myself already, I love how how much care has been taken with her character yeah. to make choices in the show that clearly make it clear that her Carrie really misses her, yep. that there was a rift that's very believable, yep. that Carrie keeps reaching out but also that Samantha is still a, is a good person yes. and still in this show doing things that you think she would do. Mm. And it feels very true to her that she would be very happy to talk about vaginas because that's classic Samantha but feelings she can't enter into. Yeah, absolutely. So Carrie says, I miss you. She can't handle that. But if Carrie had said something like, I just got carried up the stairs by a man who bakes hot buns and had hot buns, you know, she would have been all over that, yeah. you know? And I think that's really great because it it does make the fans feel like, oh, she's around. Because I actually felt from the previous episode, oh, maybe they've just like dropped her now. Like I'm she had they, the two, yeah, seas, two exactly episodes the and it felt yeah. strange. It was like... Okay, so maybe you just did a nod to the fans and now you're moving it on. Yeah. Whereas in reality, it wouldn't be that. 
her her kind of spectre would be still living large over those women That's in different right. ways. So yeah. Anyway. Interesting. You know what's interesting? Reviewing right. a podcast in app. As you can do with this one. A lot of people do it for our uh, spin-off show. No, 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 this is a spin-off show. Our other show, Suggestible. Mm-hmm. This is, of course, Suggestible in the City. All reviews help. Uh, this person, uh, Loud Gay America, says, five stars. Thank you so much. A spin-off of a less successful podcast? Sure, <laughs> why not? These two seem to have a really nice chemistry. Thank you so much, Loud Aww. Gay America, for being loud and gay and American and leaving us a review. We really appreciate it. <laughs> Thank uh, you so much. You anything else before we wrap things up? Um, yes. If you would like to write into the show, you can do so at suggestiblepod at gmail.com. And we have had quite a few little episodes. Turns out people are really uh, invested in Suggestible in the City. So, or more to the point, and just like that. And just like that. Suggestible in the City is our podcast, not the show. This email is from Liam. Hi, hi, hello, 22-year-old male Sex and the City fan here. Welcome. You have come to your place, my friend. I'm not sure how I feel about the new series yet. Interesting. I feel like the sixth season sucked all the cynicism out of the shows and then the movies were uh, the movies. But anyway, do you think Skipper will ever come back? As much as I'd personally love to see Ron Livingston again, I really want to know whatever happened to Skipper. Any older characters you're hoping to see? Any possibility of a Spider-Man crossover since it takes place in NYC? Oh, my goodness. Also, the dream. more like woke in the city. Whoa. Somebody finally said it. No, he didn't. Ah, uh, Skipper. Ah, I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't need to say him. Do you? Um, I'd love to see him. I like Skipper. I liked his little ferrety face with his little curly hair. Why did he, he was So I just would love to disappear. know if he was happy. Well, because he, Miranda kind of kept him on as like a sort of toy let's get boy. A, let's get a text message. Hey, I'm Skipper and I'm, I'm, no, very, I just and like, I'm very unhappy. Because he was cool. in the first couple of seasons and then I don't ever think he really reappeared after that. Yeah. And I would love to know because they never really resolved his character arc. Like what happened to him? Did he meet a nice mm. girl? There was that awkward scene where like he was having sex with one girl and then Miranda calls him and he like breaks up with the girl in, yep. the, in the middle of it. That's right. And it was all really awkward. And then she, he thinks it's like the start of their love, you know, forever affair. And she's like, oh, no, it's not. See you, Skippy. And he was like really angry. Oh, man, I'm Skipper. Yeah. So I don't know. Is there any other old characters that you'd like it's to It's interesting. I'd completely forgotten that he was even in the show at all. Uh, uh, yeah. Not really. I think we've mentioned most of them really at this point, the ones that I'd wanted to see at yeah. least. Yeah. I'm just thinking through now because, I mean, I really like Susan Sharon. That was really funny. Yeah, that was um, good. And Bitsy came back. That I think was it was really cool good. to see Big's ex-wife as well. I thought that was a good inclusion. Yeah, that was really a really good inclusion. I'm mm. just kind of, I mean, obviously like Smith Jarrett's not going to come back if Samantha's not in it, right? Idea. Yeah, I mean, and like, would you want to see him? Why though? Like to bring him in? Why would you bring him in? Because I think that absolutely ran its course. Yeah, um, completely. You know, because even he turns up in the second movie and he's like, "It's me. I'm Smith. I'm in this movie too. I'm look. I'm doing a. I don't even. Was he doing running a, a nightclub? I've no idea what he was doing. But it felt weird. No, he's an actor. No, no, but he was doing a different thing in the second movie. Oh, I he don't probably know. was. I don't yeah, know. yeah, he was probably doing an act. It was probably at a premiere or something. Yeah, but um, yeah. So I didn't. I don't need to see him again. Do you? No, no. You know who I did quite enjoy? I loved that. And I don't remember her name, but she was a fashion designer in the in the episode where Carrie does the runway and she ends up being fashion roadkill. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I just yeah, really yeah. loved, I really enjoyed her character. She's an Asian woman with glasses yep. and just like, Carrie, darling, you're going to be this, you're going to be that. And she just was like, had a lot of tude and I really enjoyed her. Carrie's like, I'm going to be a model. And they were like, you're going to be in the weirdly shaped model group or whatever. Yeah, yeah. like, oh, man. Even though like, she looks raised and yeah, she exactly. wore those hot pants. Just and then it had that short. like to be real song at the end and I've watched that so many times because I just I love You love to be real, don't you? To be real, yeah. Because it's I just so real. realistic, that yeah. whole thing. Yeah, so I, and as I said before, I want the, the Jewish family to come back. Oh, of course. Yeah, yep, yep. Justin Theroux's character is the writer. Would you, I, would you, you probably think that's more uh, likely than um, Samantha at this point, I'd imagine. Yeah, but I don't I don't think they'll bring that family no. back either. And I don't think they'll bring his character back. I don't think he's kind of 
Interesting enough. And burger. I do want to see burger. I've already talked about that. A big burger um, game. Yeah. What about Trey? Would you want to see Trey? Which one's um, Trey? I've forgotten. It's Charlotte's ex-husband. Oh, fuck him. So that would be interesting, like high society Trey, like coming across him. Yeah. And in, Bunny, uh, her, her yeah. mother-in-law. I'd love if Bunny came back because she's Trey so funny. Trey Appeared. Yeah, he just he like, kind of goes overseas. Yeah, and then, and then he, he never like the divorce again. is finalized with him completely off screen. Yeah. Like he sends the letter to yeah. tell her to give her whatever she wants or whatever. Exactly. And yeah. then it's just done yeah. done with. Yeah, so. no, because I like Kyle McLaughlin. So yeah. Uh, look, I'm honestly I'm open to anybody coming back if they can. Yeah, it's like seeing um, us sort of old. If they can work it in. It'd be, it's weird if it's just like, hello, I'm it's just like, you know, the, the walking tour of Sex and the City characters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, thanks, Liam. That, that was a great yep, question. Loved it. Liam finishes with one of my favourite pods ever. Mm. Love hearing people be passionate about this show because none of my friends want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Liam. Thanks, mate. That's how Same. <laughs> Except for me. Yeah. All right. Well, you um, and if you'd like to write in, just like Liam has, just uh, send us an email to suggestibot at gmail.com because this is the place for you, my friend. It certainly if, is. If, like Liam, you're 22 and male and have no one else to talk about it with. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We'll be here for you every week. Excellent. Until okay. the show finishes. Correct. Exactly. Or until Samantha comes into the episode. Oh, then we, then we finish? Then we finish. Yeah. I just scream, I told you <laughs> for 40 minutes. <laughs> I said it was going to happen. You know who I really hated? Yeah. Um, Richard, Samantha's ex-boyfriend. Um, oh, Richard's the, the worst. The James Remar. Yeah, James yeah. Remar's great. But, uh, oh, but yeah, yeah, I hated him so much and I sort of, and it was awful. I really hated and I don't want to see him. He just makes me feel gross. Cause I, and I hated that scene and it's so, such great writing but when Samantha cheats on yeah. Jas, Miss Jarrett with him and it's I don't so even cheat because like, they're not really a, like official. No, no, it's not even cheat. It's just this awfully sad, awful yeah. moment and I, it made me really sad. I would, I would like to like uh, but if they, if, they, if they had him and her back and seeing them go head to head again. And just see what Samantha, how Samantha would handle him now, because I think oh. her reaction would be very different to yeah. what it was then the, when they initially broke up. Yeah, would be interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah, mm, so much speculation. Anyway, there's too much Samantha speculation. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you to Raw Collins for the edit. Sorry, Thank this is you. so long. Correct. And we'll see you in the next week. Okay, we're keeping these going through the new year. We are we? exactly. Right. We're tragically hip. That's right. Have a safe and happy new year. You too. Bye. Meet. No, no, not no, to them. You. Just they to, are. Yeah, have yeah. have yes. Have a, you. Have a, yeah, you can have one too. <laughs> this podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean. If you want, it's up to you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.